Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Alpha Males. Welcome, and hopefully, welcome back to Alpha Male Podcast. The podcast where we talk about what it means to be a man. Made in the image of God. Strong, dominant, in control. And we don't apologize for it. What are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about leveraging technology to make your life better. I just did an episode on time black holes. And a lot of that has to do with getting sucked in with technology. That said, on this episode, making sure that you are the one in control. And you're not being a slave to some kind of device or app or whatever it is. You can leverage technology. And that's what we're going to talk about today on Alpha Male Podcast. Before I plug in the bio, don't forget to scroll down, hit some stars if that app lets you do that. Appreciate it. If you can and are willing, hit some stars and or leave a review. So, who am I? Who is this person talking to you? from across the internet. Why should you listen? First and foremost, I am a Christian, a servant of God, and a follower of Jesus Christ. God has blessed me to do many things in my life, for I could do nothing apart from him. U.S. Marine Corps combat veteran did a couple of tours in Iraq. As an assaultman after my combat tours, I was an urban warfare instructor for the Marine Corps under Mojave Viper. Also served in the U.S. Army, both full-time and part-time National Guard. Also did several years in law enforcement, LAPD. I worked regular assignments and more specialized assignments. Been a private contractor for a three-letter government agency. That's all I'll say about that. Been blessed to be a state rifle and pistol champion. And West Coast Regional Rifle Champion won more shooting competitions with the talent that God's given me than I can actually remember. Was blessed to be the commander of a tactical team in a large metropolitan area. Our primary job, the reason we primarily existed, was to stop active shooters. I got the opportunity to head up and be the commander of that team. I grew up around guns, hunting and shooting, and competing at a very early age. Been blessed to hunt all over this beautiful country from whitetail on the east coast to mule deer on the west coast and bear and elk and all manner of things. I've even been a professional big game hunter and guide. But again, most importantly, I'm a Christian. And I am your host, Michael Melito. Welcome to the podcast. Leveraging technology. How can we leverage technology to make our lives better? As human beings, especially as men and more specialized as alpha males. To be dominant. Being efficient. Using our time fruitfully. We're called to bear fruit. Can we use this technology to bear more fruit? And I would submit that we can use technology to bear more fruit, be more efficient, get more done. 
help ourselves, help other people. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. That denotes that you love yourself. First thing I'm going to mention, I mentioned as a tactical tip in the last episode, so I'll give you a new tactical tip at the end. That's the Bible app. I love reading the Bible. I love traditional Bibles with leather and pages that I can highlight. But they're big and bulky to carry around. Most of us already have a smartphone. There's a there's probably other apps, but the one I've been using for years and years is Bible app. It's free. It's got a bunch of different translations, which is great. I couldn't carry around with me, no matter how many pockets I had, a Bible and every single translation that is on the Bible app. I would need like a wheelbarrow. For instance, my go-to is kind of New King James. But if I want to know the literal translation, what it's actually saying, often my go-to will be Young's literal translation of 1898. I can have that and many more translations on the Bible app. Also, a lot of those translations, they have a play function where I can just play it and listen to it audibly. And that's a wonderful piece of technology. The Word of God is a great gift to humanity. If I can have technology make that easier and more accessible and have it at times or places where I wouldn't normally be able to have a whole Bible, Or just have that 5 or 10 minutes and I want to delve into the Word of God. Or figure out, I don't really understand this passage. Let me look at a couple of other translations and get a more complete picture of what it's saying. It's great for that. And it's free. The Bible app. It's a fantastic piece of technology and a way you can leverage technology for a better, more fruitful life. Talking about that in books. Now, I don't consider myself very old. I feel very young. When I was growing up, if you wanted to find something in general, unless you knew exactly where it was, you would go down to the library. You would go to the card catalog in the Dewey Decimal System, and I even kind of forget exactly how that works, but I knew when I was a kid, I would go look it up, pull out a card from a card catalog, and go find it in the library. That denotes a couple of things. That denotes that I had time to go down to the library. That I could find it and take the time to look it up and go find it. And that they even had the thing I was looking for. They may not even have anything on something I was looking for. I grew up in a small town and I'm appreciative of the library and things I got to read there as a child. But... There's a lot of things that just aren't in that library and aren't in any library. I would submit if you have a computer, the internet, a smartphone, you have access to more than the best library had 100 years ago, 50 years ago. You have access to more knowledge than the Library of Alexandria. That's an amazing, amazing thing. Now, with that being said, should come due diligence. Just because something is on the internet does not make it true. But to be fair, just because something is written and printed on a page does not make it true either. Look how often textbooks change. Look how often so-called settled science or whatever changes because it's not true. So you got to do your due diligence. By the testimony of two or three witnesses, a matter is established and not false witnesses. There's a pretty stiff punishment for false witnesses. That being said, you have access to an amazing amount of knowledge. That's a great thing in and of itself. 
But in that, realize that you should have some due diligence. No matter what person tells you something or news source. I don't care if it's Fox News or CNN or Russia Today. They all have agendas. I have an agenda, and I don't apologize for that. I hope every day to grow closer to God, and I hope to bring you closer to God as well. I state that pretty often in the podcast, to make godly men strong and strong men godly. I don't apologize for that. I hope that you're a Christian, and you don't have to be a Christian to listen to this, but I absolutely have an agenda to make you a Christian, because I want you to share in the joy that I have. Joy unspeakable. I don't apologize for that, and I'm not going to. So yes, I have an agenda, and most sources that you'll go to will have an agenda, and you need to take that into account when you get news or whatever knowledge from that source. Is it actually true? You should have access to enough other knowledge nowadays to know whether something is true or not. If you hear something on quote-unquote news, you should be able to go and fact-check that for yourself shouldn't just blindly be fed stuff and take it in right that's what swine do that's what filthy swine do they just gobble down whatever's put in front of them more discerning animals whether it's a big alpha mountain goat big horn sheep or a lion or a leopard they're discerning about what they feed on how much more discerning you should you be as a man, as to what you let your mind feed on. Don't just gobble down any garbage that's put in front of you. Now let's start with another obvious one. I talked about Bible app. How about podcasts, right? There's a reason. I listened to podcasts for a long time before I started making podcasts. I think they're a great use of technology because I can listen to a podcast while I'm doing something else productive, Right While I'm at work, if it's not a task that requires extreme mental focus, or while I'm driving to or from work. For quite a long time, when I was a private contractor, I had pretty substantial commutes. A lot of the earlier episodes were recorded for Alpha Male Podcast on fairly long commutes. You'll notice if you go back and listen, the audio quality is, is not great on those. Because I'm literally in a car talking to an iPhone. But hopefully leveraging technology on both ends, I was able to pass on knowledge that people found useful. And also, I can listen to podcasts while I'm driving and and doing something else, right? If I'm doing manual labor, digging a hole, something like that, I can listen to a podcast on something I'm interested in and gain knowledge and understanding. Very, very rarely do I just drive and listen to music. Not that I have anything against music. I really like music. I like Johnny Cash. I like old country. I like 2000s punk rock. But I'll almost always choose to do something that's hopefully going to give me more knowledge and understanding on a certain subject. And you're listening to this, obviously. You could find a podcast on a lot of other things. You could listen about, I don't know, cooking or long-range shooting. True crime is a big one. They're not. I'm not a big fan of those, but They're more on the entertainment spectrum for me, I guess. Some people find that entertaining. But you get my point. You can listen and gain knowledge while you're doing other things. Now, you may think that being a podcaster professionally that I am tech savvy, but I am not. A little story. When I first started in podcasting, I started out with Simple Man Sermons. Simple Man Sermons is what it sounds like. It's preaching for a simple man and from a simple man, myself. 
and I paid somebody quite a bit younger than me and said, I forget what the sum was, but let me just say, here's X amount of money. Get this on the internet. I recorded it, get it on the internet, and they did. And that was, I want to say, six years or more ago. Likewise, on the same vein as podcasting, audiobooks. Now, they've been around quite a bit longer, but they're still pretty revolutionary technology. Audible. Blinkist, if you don't know, it's like the highlights. It's like somebody reading cliff notes of a book, so you can absorb a lot more a lot more in a shorter amount of time. But things like that. I'm much more into podcasting, but Audible is a great thing, and I do from time to time, especially on long road trips, enjoy Audible, right? Because it's not safe for me to read <laughs> a book while I'm driving. But it is pretty safe for me to listen to an audiobook while driving. And if I'm driving literally across country... That's a great thing that I can digest, if I can use that vernacular, a book. That's pretty awesome. Talking about driving, one we probably use a lot if we are at all adventurous and leave whatever town we're pretty familiar with, Google Maps. How do I get somewhere? I remember when I was a police officer, LAPD... We had a Thomas Guide. It was a literal flip-through book, and the different pages were different sections of the city. I was LAPD, so as you might imagine, it was quite the human maze of streets and different things. So I would look up a street name and look it up, and it would give me a page number, and I would go to that page, and I'd have to find the street on that page. I think it was even broken up into quadrants. And I would have to find that street and then plot a course in my head to drive there and get there without getting lost. And I'm not ashamed to admit that I did get lost from time to time. That was the system that we had. And then for a while we had standalone GPSs. Now almost everybody, probably if you're listening to this, has a good real-time, almost real-time GPS on their smartphone. You can even avoid traffic. That is a fantastic thing to have. And going beyond that, Google Earth, Google Maps... Let's say you're somebody that likes to adventure. I'll use hunting as an example, but you could use it for fishing, hiking, whatever. Let's say that you live in suburbia, work in suburbia, but you only have a limited amount of time to get out in nature to go hunting in a certain area. Well, you can do a lot of, I would say, call it virtual scouting. That's probably already a term, but I'm just going to use that term. Virtual scouting. And we would get on Google Earth and we would do a lot of scouting and we could weed out areas where like ah this doesn't look that good this doesn't look that good but this area this gives me access to a lot of different things i can walk this ridge line and i can glass this area and go down into these ravines there's a stream down here or there should be a stream down here you get the idea and although i don't always a lot of times i just like to go wander in the wilderness and just find a piece of map where there's no roads no nothing i know nothing there's like no roads no built up areas and I'm just going to go and literally almost get lost. Not so I don't know how to get back, but I don't really have a clear thing in my head as to what I'm doing. I'm just going and exploring out in the wilderness and I love that. But I can get on Google Earth and look on there and say, oh, I don't want to go this way. There's a two roads that go through this whole area. Whereas this way I can go and hike for days and not see anybody. That's a fantastic thing. That Google Earth Imagine what a cartographer would have thought if you brought him a couple hundred years in the future and showed him Google Earth. 
Now, Google Earth is a massive way to leverage technology, to use it for, for good, to be more productive. If you only have a limited amount of time outside in the wilderness, or I'm just using wilderness as an example, whatever the case might be, looking for land, looking for property, planning a bug out route, you get the idea. Giant time and maybe resource and money saver. It's a great way to leverage technology. Now let's talk about Facebook. Facebook is a huge thing. It definitely can be a time black hole. It can suck you in. That's why I say you need to be in control of it and don't let it control you. Know if something is controlling you. It's like I don't have anything against drinking. Are you in control of your drinking or is alcohol in control of you? Don't be a slave to anything but God. We are servants of God. He is a jealous God. Don't be a servant, a slave to anything else. That being said, Facebook has some good attributes. I use Facebook Messenger quite a bit. The patrons, if you don't know, patrons have the opportunity to become part of an insider chat. I should, it'd be bad capitalism if I didn't mention, if you want to become a patron, consider becoming a patron and support the podcast, support the message. Anyway, they get a lot of cool insider content by technology, but also there's Facebook Messenger, and we have a group chat in there. And we, it's not just me helping them. I do hopefully give advice and watch things like their shooting videos and stuff and help them be better because I've been a professional shooting instructor for a long time, do a whole other podcast about shooting, gunfighter life. But I'll maybe watch them and, and give them some tips on about how to shoot faster, more accurate. But it's not just that. It's us helping each other. Maybe there's something I don't have any experience with and I'll throw it out there. It's a great resource. It's a great group of men, and I'm humbled and blessed to be a part of that insider chat. We talk about all kinds of stuff, God and Bible verses and guns and knives and who knows what else. Also, to be a good capitalist, I should mention there is a giveaway this month, the month of March in the year of our Lord, 2023. Talk about some pretty low-tech but important tech, a knife giving away a black and tan Mora knife and a survival shotgun scabbard and some other stuff. It'll be raffled off to, by God's grace, one of the many new patrons that sign up this month. There are no sponsors of this show. I refuse sponsors. I have refused sponsors in the past, and hopefully I will continue to do so, because you shall take no bribe. A bribe blinds the eyes of the wise and twists the words of the righteous. I'm not going to have somebody give me something for free or tell me or pay me to have something and tell you how great it is. No, that that's a bribe, in my opinion. If you like, hopefully, honest content, you'll consider stepping up. If you think other men should hear content like this, hopefully you'll consider stepping up and being an active member of the tribe instead of a passive listener. Anyway, with that, let's get back on topic. Facebook Messenger, great resource. Also, Facebook Marketplace, especially for your local area. Now, Craigslist has been around a long time. Facebook Marketplace is maybe the newer version of Craigslist. Craigslist is still okay. Now, if you don't know, my wife and I, we live as neo-nomads, especially to do the podcast. It's one of the things when I thought about... Being able to do the podcast full time, I thought about it critically and said, well, what's a major expense I can cut out? And a major expense is rent. So we live as neo-nomads. We travel across the country. 
live mobily. So you can imagine we don't have as much stuff as what I would consider the average American. Even so, we have a lot of extra stuff that we don't need. We're blessed with far more than we need. And from time to time, we like to sell stuff. If you're talking about getting some extra income, go through your stuff and see you know, if there's stuff that you don't need, aren't using. Can you sell it? Facebook Marketplace is a great way to do that. Also, if there's something you want that you're trying to save money on. Facebook Marketplace. It's set up really well. It's easy to use. It's Generally, you can localize it to your area. And if you want a bigger platform, eBay. A lot of people, I think, have forgotten about eBay. I recently sold quite a bit of stuff on eBay. Just I knew we were traveling across country. I went through my stuff. There was stuff that I wasn't really using anymore, and I sold it on eBay. eBay is a great resource. If it's something more specialized that, you know, you're in a small town and maybe there's not a lot of people in your small town. And I'm just going to throw out an example that need a holster for an H&K USP 45 expert. Pretty unique gun. And the odds of somebody in that town looking for that holster are pretty remote. But the odds of somebody on eBay are going to be much higher. And I can, it's, if it's, you know, a $50 item, I can, you know, pay the $10 to ship it or whatever it is. You get my point. And it's better to have that 40 bucks than it is to just rot in a duffel bag somewhere when I'm never going to use it. I don't even have that gun anymore. You get the idea. eBay, Facebook Marketplace, things like that. Far better, I would say, than a yard sale. And if you like yard sailing, that's just not me. But I'm not going to waste, in my opinion, a big chunk of a morning or a day off to go drive around in hopes that I might find something that I might use. If I don't know that I need it, I probably don't need it. And if I want it, I probably want something specific. So I like these platforms better. If you like just the leisure and the hobby of going to flea markets or yard sales, garage sales. I, I mean, I know people that do that. It's just not my thing. But you might consider Facebook Messenger and eBay. More specialized, I mentioned I do a podcast about guns. If you're not aware, gunfighter life. Buying and selling guns. Now, you got to be careful with your local laws. But in many freer states, it's totally legal for you as a citizen that's legally allowed to own a gun to sell a firearm to another citizen that's legally allowed to own a gun. I, I don't see why there should be any problem with that. In many places, there are no problems with that. One that I've used for years when I lived in Idaho and I was recently back there, Z Idaho. Z Idaho. It's a great platform. I knew the owner. I worked with the owner. It's a great platform for buying and selling guns. I recently came to realize there's one like that in Florida because I'm currently in Florida, hopefully not for a whole lot longer. But you get the idea. There might be a local gun selling, gun trading thing in your area. And guns, unlike a lot of modern stuff, a lot of guns are meant to last and can last multiple generations. A lot of people don't shoot guns that much. You can a lot of times get really good deals on used guns. So, again, leverage technology on that. Now let's talk about another one. Absolutely can be a time black hole. Absolutely can be used for evil. But absolutely can be a good thing. YouTube. YouTube can be a great resource. It's a giant, giant search engine. A giant compilation of some knowledge. And some just what I would consider garbage. But there is some good knowledge on there. Let's say you need to know how to work on your car. Years ago much like I was talking about the library, 
you'd go out and buy what's called a Chilton manual. And you would literally buy one for your make and model of car and you would have this book that was in your car and when you needed to change the brakes or something, you would look it up in this book. No video, no nothing. Now I can look up just, you know, how do I change disc brakes on a 2010 Ford F-150? And I probably could do it without a video, but it's a great resource. Also, since guns are something I'm familiar with, gunsmithing, especially if it's some obscure gun that I don't know off the top of my head. I don't, you know, you take a gun apart with a bunch of parts and you say, and you can use this for more than just guns, right? But you're looking at this spring or this widget and you're like, I don't remember which way that went in. You can watch a video probably of somebody putting it back together and you can say, ah, now I see. And you get it put back together instead of spending who knows how many hours of frustration trying to figure it out. It can be a great, great resource. And these are just a few examples. I'm sure there are many more examples of how we can leverage technology to be more efficient, to be more fruitful. Again, you might think me doing podcasts professionally that I am super tech savvy, but I am not. Not naturally. I do it because I want to serve you guys. Going back to getting the ministry started, Simple Man Sermons. I looked at it thought outside the box. I'm glad that God has blessed me to think outside the box. I have the GI Bill. I could have gotten went some fancy theology degree and taught at some brick and mortar place. But I'll be honest, I'm not big on that because a lot of that is doctrine that's learned by man and, and passed on by man. And a lot of it, if you read your Bible, sometimes it doesn't line up with the Bible. Instead of going to what one man has learned from another man has learned from another man has learned from another man and then rubber stamped his doctrine, why don't I just go straight to the source? God gave us an instruction manual. Why don't I just go to the source and see what it says? And why can't I preach on that? Well, I can via technology, via a podcast. And that's a great thing. Anyway, with that, some closing thoughts. Again, don't let something have control over you. We are called to serve God. We are his servants. Don't be a slave of anything. Don't be a slave of sin. Don't be a slave to shiny buttons or vibrations or little dings and clicks and whistles. Don't be a slave of any of that. Make sure you're in control of it and it's not in control of you. Christ is my king and I don't want to be ruled over by some little shiny Babylonian trinket. With that, I said I would give you a tactical tip of the day. Most of us that have these cell phones will have a cell phone case. Me being a prepper, a survivalist, and even if you're not, you might find this useful to keep in your cell phone case. A little bit of spare cash in case you forget your wallet. I mean, who listening has not forgotten their wallet but had their cell phone? You can have a little bit of spare cash, assuming you don't have like a clear cell phone case, but put it behind your cell phone case. That way if you're out and, oh no, you forgot to have your gas tank at half full and you're running low on gas, you have a little bit of money to get gas or whatever the case may be. There's who knows how many scenarios where that comes in handy. Also, I like to keep a spare cutting blade back there. Now I have these Havilon knives and outdoor edge knives that come with these for lack of a better term, scalpel blades. And I'll put one of those back there just in case 
Now I usually have a knife on me, but if I want like a more sterile blade, these come all wrapped up and nice if I'm trying to cut out a splinter or who knows what, right? I have access to a cutting edge. Also, I keep a small piece of blue string back there. String is used for all kinds of things. Blue string for making tassels. String is good for all kinds of things. So why not keep some of it back there? You could keep fishing line back there. But you get what I'm saying. You can also use it as a container. There is a few useful things you can keep in that cell phone case. And that's going to bring us to the verse of the day. Now the tactical verse of the day. Speaking of dominion and being in control. Likely you are familiar, even if you're not a Christian listening, to the story of Cain and Abel, where Cain rises up and kills Abel. Before he does that, you may not be familiar that God comes to him and talks to Cain, and here's what he says. So the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry, and why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, Sin lies at the door, and its desire is for you, but you should rule over it. And make no mistake, sin is still crouching at the door, and it has many mediums, whether it's in person, or on social media, or the internet. Rule over, have control. Don't let sin have control over you. And as Jesus says in the Gospel of John, Very truly, I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. So go to the truth. Go to God. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Be free. Jesus has absolutely broken that yoke so you can stand with your head held high. Being freed from sin. So don't continue in sin. With that, men, thanks for listening and have a blessed day. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.